0: listenership that's a big deal so it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today here we go in five four three two one what's up you fucking stupid ugly people bet you woke up looking like trash but not to me because you're beautiful and if your mother never told you that you were talented, I also agree. So, <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We're a podcast about everything and anything. And most podcasts, typically, they just have a bunch of just random celebrities they don't know. I like to bring in my friends because my friends have great stories and great insight for everybody who needs it out there. Today, we have a very special guest, Summer.
1: Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you ever done a podcast before?
1: Um, no, I've not, not, not really. I've been on one uh show, like a radio show podcast. Yeah, it was a podcast, but it was, um, I wasn't the subject of like what was it for? Uh, it was my friend's podcast, and he, um, Dave Navarro, he has like a thing that he does and he interviews like artists. Um, he was interviewing this actor who i was friends with Mm. and then because he knew that i know him he was like why don't you just come and watch and then when i went to go watch he was like just come and sit down and i was like yeah i don't want to fucking do that like (laughs) i was coming to watch and then that was the only thing i've done
0: i don't even remember how i met you
1: we met through wait maybe uh, through danielle you met me through danielle who i met through lawrence and you guys needed someone for one of your videos and it was with like Khal- Khalif, I think.
0: Which which video was that?
1: I can't remember. I feel like I've done so many things with you. It was was it the one either when you're in a Superman or a Spider Man suit or it's Oh god. The, or it's the one where I, or it's the the hot like the yeah, that, or that's the one, right?
0: Oh, was it the one? It was. It was at the South Pasadena spot, and then yeah. it was a very small mm. sketch.
1: It was small. I had like one line, and it and it was me thinking. Kaleen. Oh,
0: you know uh, what? The the best one was though was the zombie sketch. Man, that shit was so hard to get through.
1: That was a lot.
0: This woman would not stop laughing, <laughs> yeah. and it was so hard for me to get through those fucking lines. That's actually probably my top. Three favorite things I've ever done.
1: That was rough. You were killing me. I don't understand how anyone else was able to keep a straight face, and I was ruining the shoot because it was like three in the fucking morning, and
0: I couldn't. I stop could not stop laughing. laughing. Yo, I, the first time I ever worked with Kanal, I had him play Dalson from Street Fighter because he's like the only Indian cat that I know. I, and I was like, I was like Kanal, I know this might be a little offensive, but I need you to play a Indian character from Street Fighter named Dawson. (laughs) He's like, you would fucking pick me for this shit. But, you know, he's so fucking funny. He's
1: one of the funniest people I've ever known.
0: So I guess that was the first time he's ever worked with me. And then he didn't realize... um, Just how hard it is sometimes to be in a scene with me because of how stupid it gets. And, you know, my writing is really dumb. I know. And so he just sat there. He goes, what the fuck is this? (laughs) He goes, I can't stop laughing. You know, So he was just cracking up through every fucking take.
1: (laughs) Filming with you is rough. It's so hard not to laugh.
0: It's fun. It's (laughs) it's
1: so fun. It's like the funnest time. But, like, I I start feeling bad for the camera person. (laughs) Everyone, I'm like... Oh, I got to breathe.
0: There are times when we're, we're working and we could hear the fucking camera guy giggle. I'm like, bro, we could hear you giggle. He goes, I'm trying not to laugh. Yeah, I'm like, I know it's hard, bro, but we could hear you fucking laugh, man. So it's been pretty crazy. I yeah. mean, you know, I didn't even know until not that long ago that you were previously married.
1: Yeah. That's I was fucking married. crazy. I know. Um, yeah, we were married for almost four years and then together for eight. You would eight, yeah, man. Twelve
0: He's... fucking years.
1: Well, no, 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 no. Oh, total of total eight. Total of
0: eight. Yeah. Oh, see, so but... I'm the only Asian person that can't do math, <laughs> and like, that shit was fucking the? embarrassing. <laughs> that shit was so fucking embarrassing, and everybody's gonna give me shit about that. It's like, no, David, it's fucking. You know what I hate too? When people put out <laughs> these memes, they're like two parentheses five divided by five plus five. What's that? And everybody has the wrong answers. I'm the wrong answer guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I, I don't even answer. I wait for everybody else to answer first. And then and, I write my response. And, and I goes, still... you guys are so dumb. Is this answer? <laughs> but I had no clue. Damn, that shit was embarrassing. Yeah. So 17 years.
1: <laughs> it's been 24 years. 24 years.
0: Eight fucking <laughs> yeah, years, Yeah, Eight
1: years. So, so yeah. And it's been over two years that we've been divorced now.
0: How does that feel? Yeah. I mean, I always... Man, I can't imagine. Like, I tell this to Mariel. I yeah. say... Dude, we've been together for five years now. If you leave me, I will kill myself. <laughs> yeah. If you fucking leave me, I will die. Have that on your conscience. <laughs> Good night, sweetie.
1: So do I want to kill myself?
0: <laughs> yes. But <laughs> did you, no. did you, was it a mutual breakup or did you guys?
1: Um, It was mutual in the end. What happened was he, it, he was the one that we had been back and forth on and off. Like, yeah, um, we separated before that happened for a while. Um, and then we decided to work on it again. That happened a few times throughout the time we were together. Um, he had initiated it this time, that last time. And he had just said it during this like argument we were having. And I, my brain was like, he had never left. I was always the one that said, I don't think we can do this anymore. It's just not going, it's at the end of the day, you're who you are. I am who I am. And it's like forcing people to be someone that they're not yeah um so when he said it i like i my brain exploded i was devastated for like an hour, and, for then, an hour. <laughs> and then i i i went to my girlfriend's my girlfriend's house and and just like under i just like calmed down and i it was what was best he had finally he was finally able to admit it to himself as well which is which was important because what happened was every time we would break up it was like him wanting to prove that it could change and there was um there was He hope. could change is it something yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of like that but I had a lot like I had all of my equal parts to everything that made it impossible for us to be together but um it was always like him you know telling me trying to convince me that it could be different and so when he said when he said like we just can't be together anymore that i think it felt so final because it was cuz it was finally him understanding like i was kind of right those other times when i kept saying that we just can't keep doing this when
0: when did you guys first get to that point though because it was it was an 8 year relationship so
1: dude like i mean we there were a lot of there were a few different points every time we broke up it was twice before we got married and then once we had gotten separated while we, while we were married every time that happened it was for me i just felt like i don't understand how we can keep moving forward hmm. um the the issues were based on who we were as people like our value systems um how we communicate to to, to each other how we treat each other and to me it felt at a certain point like we were just we kept trying for I don't know what reason it was hard to give up but I knew like I, I think the last year two years at the end of our relationship was really like a force for both of us we were both
0: that's such a meeting. weird place to be in um because i know and i'm pretty sure a lot of people out there know about sometimes it's it's hard to break up because it feels like you're giving up
1: exactly and that's what i never wanted to do i he had done you know so much for me and was there for me at like one of the hardest times in my life that <clears throat> to me i just felt like How can I let this go? Like, that's how I looked at it the last time we were trying is there's no after everything he's done for me. That was my mentality at the Mm. time. How can I, how can I leave him? We have to figure it out. Um, So upon reflection, after we, I had the day that he had told me he wanted a divorce and I like had a breakdown and then I went back to the house like, a few hours later, and I was like, okay, like, let's, okay, I get it, I agree, I wanted to be as amicable as possible, because it can get ugly fast, and I didn't want that, and we were on the same page about that, Um, but upon reflection with that, I just, I don't know, it it was definitely for the best, and yeah.
0: Damn, that's kind of crazy, because I can't imagine putting yourself Through that last few years, right? Because it's just—it must be like must feel like you're in limbo. Yeah. Because it's you're with this person, but you don't want to be, but you should because you have this certain sense of loyalty because of what he helped you through in the past. So you're just going back and forth constantly. I mean, how do you how do you deal with that shit? Because I'm a very just kind of like ugh, just get the fuck away from me. (laughs) It
1: wasn't that I didn't want to be with him. It was more like. I was, like, how much can I deal with, like, you know, he's, he parties a lot, so it was, like, how much, like, for instance, like, that's, like, one example of, like, something, one of our huge differences, so, like, how much can I deal with that, like, I need to just accept that this is a part of who he is, and, and, and stop fighting against it but at a certain point you make allowances that go against your value system and i think that's where i was struggling the most and it wasn't fun like it wasn't it's weird like you're it's you we wouldn't there wasn't a lot of great communication towards the end or any really and there was a lot of you know contempt which is really unhealthy and um, there's
0: a there's a hard part right there too because I just talked to a friend yesterday over here Mr. counselor but I just <laughs> talked to a friend yesterday because he split up with his girlfriend right yeah. and you know typically mm-hmm. what happens is when you go through these conversations they'll they'll say things and you kind of pick apart what they're saying right mm-hmm. so he mentioned something where, along the lines of his girlfriend she likes to party a lot mm-hmm. um And he mentioned a couple of times, he goes, but it doesn't bother me. And I was like, well, hold on a second, dude. Within this conversation, you mentioned a few times that she goes out partying and it doesn't bother you. If it didn't bother you, you would have never mentioned it to me. It does bother you. And I was like, the the problem is, is that you, I think he doesn't want to be the controlling boyfriend, right? He doesn't want to be put in that light and he doesn't want to give that reason to them to throw it back in his face. Mm -hmm. So for him... It's like, oh, no, I'm cool with it. But I was like, see, you're not cool with it, though. Yeah. That's something that's fundamentally something that bothers, that isn't who you are. Right. You're not a partying person. You don't like the people that she hangs out with. Right. You don't like this stuff. This is something that you should be able to discuss openly. And if it's a breaking point for you, there's no way that you're going to be able to swallow this big pill every fucking no, time. No. And so it kind of came to head for him. Yeah. And he's going to go back and talk to her about it yeah. Uh, because it does bother him. Because I guess for her, she kind of travels and does her own thing uh, without him with mm. her own bunch of friends. Who he says is not really her friends. That's like her party friends. And so he goes, I don't even know them. They're not really your friends. You're, you're going out on these trips that you're not even paying for. Who's paying for these trips? Mm. And I'm just supposed to be okay with it. And he goes, yeah, I guess I'm okay. No, it's never I guess I'm okay. Are you okay with it or are you not?
1: Yeah, that's the that's what I mean when I say like when you get into a relationship, you make allowances because you they're you're they're a fucking completely different human being than you. So, what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? And at a certain point sometimes before you've done a lot of work on yourself, I think you t- people tend to make allowances for certain behaviors or patterns that go against their value system, but they're not able to really register that that's what's happening until you're a year down the line and it's eating at you you know it takes time for those things to to have the effect that it will eventually have on you and by that point you're this far along into the relationship so it's like how am i gonna fucking give this up now um why not put more work into it but that's why i think it's so important to have done the work on yourself before entering a relationship so that you can know if what you're okay with and what you're not okay with at the at the base level of of who you're bringing into your life and yeah
0: yeah for sure and i call those things uh, how i describe it to people I, I always ask them i was like what are your pillars and they go well, what, are, what are pillars i was like pillars are the things that hold up your foundation mm. those things should never shift right and if they if they Shift that foundation Then that might be something That you can't really compromise for I was like Find out what, what are the things That you will never compromise for Yeah And For me I have those things yeah. She never touches those things We're completely fine Right Other than that Everything else is just Fighting arguments and bickering mm-hmm. But the fundamental basics Of who I am Are not touched And then she respects that And she loves those parts about me Then generally I think that you'll Anybody will be okay Yeah Right And yeah. so for him and his case was he wants to be with somebody that likes to share life experiences with him, mm. that they're allowed to have separate friends. And I, I, he wants her to have friends and go out. But when it comes to traveling and those the free time, he would like for her to spend that with him mm. um, just so they could develop that part. He wants somebody to travel with. Yeah. And all the time that she's traveling, it's not with him. And he's waiting at home. And it's like, well, that's something that you that's want. That's a big thing. That's a big fucking thing. It's a
1: big thing for someone like him. Yeah. Who wants... Who that's like a part of... the. It's like the opposite of what he wants. Yeah,
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, and he's just like, no, I think I'm okay. You're not okay with it, dude.
1: If you say you think you're okay, like yeah. you're not okay with There's something.
0: definitely things that I... Like she knows for me. It's like there's like definites that I have that she... What are your touch. things? Uh for me like for example even though it may not seem I'm not I'm hyper religious but like I do want to have somebody with christian values Aww. even if Let's say later on the life's like oh, I don't really like going to church. I like Christian values a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason why I haven't shot somebody. So I, <laughs> I, for me is I you know I'm like oh, I, I think Jesus helps me out a bit. So I think I would like for my kids to have a little Jesus in their lives. You know why the fuck not? So <laughs> uh, the kid can figure out if he wants Jesus in his life later on. Yeah, that's all up to him. But yeah. I, I just want to at least instill those Christian values. Yeah, Because yeah. uh, just for me growing up, I know a lot of dudes that were pieces of shit and they don't believe in God now, but mm. they kept a lot of their Christian values, mm. you know, loyalty, mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. Uh, having open communication, not being afraid to show love. And I learned a lot of that from church. Mm. So I think that's what I really enjoy about it. Yeah. So that's definitely one. Number two is uh strong family ties mm-hmm. is really understanding how important family is. Yeah. Cause if you can't be respectful to your parents, you're not going to be respectful to mine and you're yeah. not going to be, our relationship might be a little off because I think as I got older, um, when I was younger, I remember my dad told me, he goes, you need to be with somebody that understands what a good family is. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm like, too, you just don't like broken people, huh? Mm-hmm. You fucking judgmental fuck. <laughs> you know, that's what I would say to him. And as I get older, I start to realize that there are things that happens to somebody at a young age that they don't know how to address and they don't realize how it affects them as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what my dad was saying. He just said it in a very terrible way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm starting to find that out now. A lot yeah. of my friends who do come from broken homes, um, uh, not just broken homes just terrible situations growing up mm-hmm. it affects them as an adult and they mm-hmm. can't they can't see it but everybody else does mm. Like, being in a family sometimes where – and, you know, like I said, if you don't grow up with, like, two parents in a household, but if you see a healthy relationship from your uncle or your aunt, Mm -hmm. there there are those. But there's some people who just don't see any of that shit. They don't see it from close siblings, like their uncle's aunts, uh, their cousins or whatever. Right. And they don't know what that healthy relationship is. I see it a lot in my female friends who have this certain perception of what, like, male machismo is, like, what a man should be. And they think – and this is my case once again with mm-hmm. my personal friends. They're like, I want somebody to always take care of me. Guys have to do this. This is what a man is. But mm-hmm. who, what Where are you basing that on? Who was the right. who is the man in your life, in your household that showed you that this was a man was right. or is? And that's just like a reoccurring theme that I see a lot. Yeah. Or if they're the kid without a mom, they don't understand how to nurture, they don't know how to be emotionally available yeah. because the dad was the tough guy. Yeah. And everything is, I have to be tough. I can't cry. Fuck your feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you know,
1: I think. The it's possible because I c- come from like a f- very broken like family situation. I reali- didn't realize it. I mean, it's definitely possible to come from that and then work on it for and sure. Come out as long as you recognize it. it, but you have to recognize yeah. it. I think that was like a huge. Uh, in the end, when I look back on the my marriage, like that that whole relationship it now is a huge mirror back to me as far as like what I needed to work on mm-hmm. and the effects that all of my past and childhood and stuff was having on me and in a completely negative way. And what I was the things I w- wouldn't take responsibility for. And so since then putting the folks back on myself, I think I actually started that after we had gotten separated yeah when I went into therapy, um, that, it takes a lot of work, but it's possible for someone to come from that situation and then kind of turn it around.
0: Oh, 100%. But
1: it's a fucking lot of work and it's really hard. Yeah.
0: And the, I think the biggest difference is that you you recognize it, right? Yeah. And just like anybody else, as long as you recognize your faults, there's a possibility that you can work on it. Yeah. Uh, I think with a few people that I know, it's it's hard for me to bring it up to them. And if I do, I'm the enemy. So mm-hmm. I just don't even touch it. It's like, what's the whole point? Like if I, if I tell you like, hey, you're... I think as a friend mm-hmm. that what's happening here with your relationship is that you have a very skewed pers- a skewed perspective of what a man or a woman should be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it might be because you had a really rough life and you're damaged from that and people are paying for the stuff that you paid for as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that stuff constantly projects out. People don't even fucking know it. Like when I when I first started going out with uh, Mariel, mm-hmm. she had this thing where She didn't know how to express her anger and Mm -hmm. it used to piss me the fuck off because it comes out (laughs) passive-aggressively I fucking hate that shit because I'm expressive, right? So if I'm upset, I try to figure out how to say it sometimes it may not come out in the best way But i'm always honest with my feelings. Yeah Uh, she's not like that anymore. She's a little too expressive. I opened up pandora's (laughs) box and I fucked up So now so I remember this is like a very specific example She would do some shit that would piss me off because I could tell that she's clearly upset, right? Mm -hmm. And she would do this shit where I would be asking her, Hey, I know you're upset. She goes, Oh, I'm not upset. And (laughs) when you say it like that, my blood boils like a kettle was put in the center of the sun. (laughs) I was, I'm like, Okay, when you say it like that, you're starting to piss me (laughs) off, right? She goes, I'm not mad at all. Are you mad? Where's a where's a <laughs> rifle? I'm gonna shoot this woman in the fucking face and yeah. I'm like, listen, when you're upset, it's okay. did you we just gotta talk it out? be upset. She goes, I'm not mad, and then we, we'll that's, be it. yeah,
1: that's
0: she's antagonizing. me Oh,
1: that's right.
0: And then she's like passing she I'm like, okay, we'll pass the salt, right And then she just pop, <laughs> and slide it over. I'm like, oh, you're not mad. you just took all the lacquer off the fucking table. when you slid that little salt pepper shaker thing, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And so she would get, she would just do a passive aggressive shit like that. And her anger would come out this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I remember one time we were in the car and we went on a hike. And this, this is something that I really hated about her early on was that she would do things. She was such an independent woman. Mm-hmm. She would just do everything, everything on her own accord and not wait for me. Mm-hmm. So if we're on, if we're hiking, she would walk like a thousand paces ahead of me. And we're supposed to hike together. And mind you, I was fucking fat. <laughs> you know what I mean, leave no fat man behind. I think that was in the Bible. And so I'm just trailing behind her, and then she's just cool with it. I'm like, yo, I want you to walk at my pace. Yeah. Like, walk at my pace. Yeah. And I got fucking pissed. And then we were in the car. And I was like, you're upset because of what I said. She goes, I'm not mad. And I'm like, dude, when you're, f-, I was like, S- if you're, f-, and I'm mad now. I'm like, if you're fucking mad, just say you're mad. She turns at me, and this is the center console of the car. She goes, boom, boom, boom. What the fuck do you want from me? And I looked at her, and I said, Oh my bad. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit, my bad. Uh I didn't I didn't mean to uh okay, I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> Ever since then she's been hyper expressive and I regret that moment till this day.
1: That is fucking funny. But the
0: funny thing is I, and no, all jokes aside, I rather have that
1: of than having to
0: deal with a pissy ass person for the whole day.
1: No, passive aggressive is so unhealthy and that's how I that was like one of my many flaws in my mm. last really the in my marriage like that was it was now when I think about it, I'm mortified about the things yeah. that I used to do. I mean, I've worked on it and it's very not really there. And I know how to catch it and yeah. and hold myself responsible in the moment to kind of get out of whatever pattern of behavior I'm getting into. But that shit's like it's super and un- it's unbelievably unhealthy to be passive aggressive
0: oh for sure like yeah. communication is always key just mm-hmm. learning how to talk things out and there's this balance that sometimes people forget of how to be really affirmative with your words mm-hmm. without being aggressive
1: yeah yeah and also express communicating without uh assigning meaning to because when someone upsets you uh, and you're trying to communicate what's going on for you. With, you have to do it without assigning meaning to their yeah, behavior. Gr- girls suck at that.
0: <laughs> girls, girls fucking it's, suck at that. It's Because ho- it, it, you know why? What you bitches do? <laughs> you bitches ask, ask questions like it's a command. I don't even know how you do it. It's like, oh, so you're just going to leave the garbage there? It's like, hold on a second. Are you asking me to take out the trash? Or are you trying to fist fight me right now? Because I will fucking... We will, we'll put on gloves and we'll go. That's how Mariel does shit. She goes... Oh, so we're just going to uh, leave the air conditioning on all day. That's cool. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> just, are you, what is this? What, what What's going on here? Just tell me to turn it off. And then <laughs> we're pretty much good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls are so good at that shit and it just gets under my skin. It's, oh,
1: God. <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. It shook on your skin. That yeah. shit's
0: annoying. She always does that shit. <laughs> but she's so cute. And I'm just like, oh, dude. But we, she still does that till this day. Like, it just bothers me. But then I, I always joke about it. So, it do you say of...
1: something in the moment, or like, do you like snap back?
0: No, now it just turns into jokes because okay. it's not, it's not enough to get me actually yeah. angry anymore. So, I, like, she just did that yesterday. Should we? I forgot. Oh, she had a dream. This is, this is some crazy. Did people she get shit. mad at
1: you for something she dreamed about?
0: She got mad at me for something she dreamed, <laughs> like dreamt she about. Knows. So I couldn't figure out why she was so mad at me. And I'm like, what, what the fuck did I do? I just woke up. Like I literally just breathed life two seconds ago well how, how can i be what have i done you know i'm just saying like, what have i done but she was cleaning up the house and you know it was something small where she goes she looks at me and she goes so you use two cups i'm like hmm, hmm, there's there's some meaning behind that i'm like yeah i just used two cups she goes cool could you try after you're done using your cups to put it in the dishwasher i'm like oh she's trying to get socked <laughs> I'm like, well, what did I do? And then, you know, we're just joking around. I look at her, I'm joking around. I was like, hey, you don't fucking talk to me like that woman. <laughs> you know, I'm being cute and joking about it. And she goes, no, why don't you don't just put away your cups? And I'm like, let's fucking go right now. I'm, we're going to take it outside. And then she goes, oh, I had a terrible dream. I'm like, that's it. I knew it. There's something wrong. She had a dream that I was pregnant and I was going to give birth. And she wasn't ready to have a child, but I was ready to have it. <laughs> That's why she was mad at me, because I was pregnant in her dream. Something that's not fucking physically possible, she was mad at me for, for getting knocked up. <laughs> well, bitch, who knocked me up? You did in that dream. <laughs> You're the one who stuck your dirty penis inside my butt. I actually don't know how it was done. I was just going <laughs> to say, that's not... I don't know. I think I think that's how kids are made. You stuck your filthy little penis. definitely
1: from anal sex. <laughs> yeah, you fucking stuck your,
0: your clitoris <laughs> right in my butt, and you... Now I'm having this child and you want to give it up, you fucking bum. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah, so she was mad at me for for having a, for being pregnant. That's so For getting funny. knocked up because I didn't, I don't know, I must have poked a hole in her condom or something in her dream. <laughs> yeah, and she was mistreating me all day, dude. That's
1: so funny. I, I used to do the same shit.
0: That shit always gets me too. And there's this other time where uh, this is probably our last, it wasn't really a big fight, but I was pretty upset. Where I uh, woke up in the morning mm. and same thing. I woke up. And it's just all hell broke loose. And she's just mumbling to herself, just fucking... And she hates clutter, right? So this is as cluttered as the apartment gets. It's very clean.
1: It's so clean.
0: And so we... I forgot what we did, but the apartment was a little messy. And we both agreed the night before that we were going to leave it alone, shut off the lights, and clean it together in the morning. Mm -hmm. Well, she woke up earlier than I did. Mm -hmm. And so she's just stomping around. And she's being fucking mean. And I come into the room... And she's just like mumbling and, you know, talking shit yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck, bitch? <laughs> talking shit, shit about up, you. Yeah. And I'm it's like, I walk, I go, okay. And I lightly close the door. Right. Yeah. And she come back out. She goes, thanks for slamming the door in my face. <laughs> and I just had it up to fucking here. Cause I just woke up.
1: Yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah.
0: you can't, I can't. I'm like, You're it,
1: like. I need to wake up before you fight with me. Yeah. Like, and I'm so not even awake.
0: I looked at her and I just come into the room. I'm like, what's the problem? And she goes, you're just over here, just slamming door. I was like, nope, what is the problem? She goes, no, you slammed the door on my face. I was like, what is the actual fucking problem? What is the problem? And I'm so mad, I'm banging my chest like a fucking gorilla, right? I'm like, what is the problem? It's not that, what is the actual issue that you're dealing with right now? And she goes, the house is a mess. (laughs) She starts tearing up and I'm like, she must be on her period. I'm like, hey. I was
1: just going to say, for sure, she's PMSing on yeah, her period. Yeah, I was period. like, are
0: you on your period? She goes, I think it's coming, my bullshit. <laughs> <are." laughs> I go, okay. Now things start to make sense.
1: I would fucking love for a pill to be invented for a man to have to take so that he could feel what it's like to PMS and then to be on their period. <laughs> it is completely out of our control when it's <laughs> happening. I hurt my own feelings all the time. I'm in imbe- bad... Like, literally just in bed thinking about something i'm like this is 100 percent my life like everything's going right and i'm like everything is fucking in the gutter no one loves me like i'll go it's unbelievably uh not like out of our control
0: i i completely agree because i've learned to give those i call those grace days like that's mm. i'm like i'm just gonna by faith and grace I'm going to internalize that you calling me a fat fuck was simply your vagina talking. <laughs> it was simply your ovaries exploding in there and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> I have to I because she knows it's wrong yeah. but she has to say something.
1: It's like you have to say uh, that's what uh, I in my my last relationship, I would say something and be like, I'm I'm going to apologize immediately, but I need to say this. And, I yeah. would say, and then I would say, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and
0: like, and then would... we're over here like crying too. I, like, know, oh. I know. I know. Because you know why? Because it makes you guys feel better that we're in pain as well.
1: No. I
0: know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're in pain? Well, no, guess what? My <laughs> pussy has been sneezing blood all day. How about that?
1: That shit's scary when you like get into a new relationship and you're like, okay gotta like work on work on this and and try not
0: you know what the most difficult that. shit is is that there's no winning for a guy in this because I know. you're so emotional you need emotional support so you kind of want us there but at the same time you don't want us there because you want us to shut the fuck up but still say stuff to comfort you
1: and then you say something and it hurts our feelings yep. for no Dan reason
0: dad if i do Dan, if i don't
1: because my
0: my other thing was before i found a girl that i really cared about i would just disappear Mm. I would disappear like a deadbeat dad I would Mm. just be gone I'm like oh period I'll see you in three days Mm. Boom Gone But with her she's just like Oh you're just gonna You know this is a life thing right Until I stop having You're just gonna leave Whenever you want I'm like I guess I'll stay here Would you like some water Why Because I look dry in the face I'm like No you look fine Like you don't You don't need water Oh because water is like Fucking for life You want me to fucking die I'm like okay Excuse me And I get the shotgun And I put it right to my butthole and I, and I try to fucking somehow hit the trigger and then blast the fucking shotgun shell in my ass. Fuck, man. I didn't realize that because she's my first longest relationship. Yeah. Everything else was short and we were such long distance I could just not be there if I it was didn't easy. want to.
1: That's what's hard about like getting into a relationship where you realize the stuff that you have to...
0: Oh, it's fucking hard.
1: through. And like, go, like, like every time you get into a, into a new um, fucking... A new issue that's like, especially when you're first dating something like that, like your first fucking experience with her being on her period or whatever. You're just like, okay, I got to like, if I want to this, I can't let this stop me from showing up for her.
0: Oh, know? for sure. Like, it's, it's, it's just, you know what it is? It's fucking death. And I, <laughs> I have never been in a situation where I was just like, I just can't escape. Yeah. That's what happened when, when Mary and I first moved in together. I was so used to having my own place. Yeah. That when shit got crazy, I just go, you know what? I'm going to bounce and I'll come back tomorrow. I'll talk to you when you're level headed. Mm. And we got into this huge fight. This is the first time that we moved. This is about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that was like probably the last big fight that we had. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like a five year old, I said, I'm out. And I grabbed my bag and I put my shit in it. And I looked at her and she looked at me. And she goes, Where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> She goes, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I have nowhere to go." I was like, "This is my house." I started having an anxiety attack. I was, I started having, I was like, "I can't, I can't go anywhere." Where am I going? I was like, "I have nowhere to go. This is, this is my house." Oh, and so yeah, yeah. She's, she's looking at me. She goes, "Yeah, this is where you live." And I'm like, I, "I know. I can't, I can't run. Like I have nowhere to go." So I'm just holding my backpack like a little fucking five year old.
1: That sounds terrifying. Yeah, I
0: didn't, I didn't stick in my head.
1: That sounds terrifying. Do you think? Since how old are you
0: I am now 32 32 31 turning 32 next year.
1: Okay. All right. Do you think before Marielle, did you feel like you had commitment issues?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was it was easy for me to just bounce just because
1: like anything that would happen that would make you uncomfortable and a feeling that you didn't want to feel you were like, I don't need to feel this. I'm gonna
0: Oh, no, it wasn't like that. It was more. "Mm, We're not compatible. Like this does not right. work, and I would recognize it pretty quick. Right. Uh, I think that happened because my very first relationship, I was trying to force. This is when I was eighteen. Mm. I was trying to force things that just wouldn't fit. Mm, yeah. You know. So, and I just made it a, a point to never do that again right. in any relationship that I had after that. So, with her as an eighteen-year-old. You think that this girl is your fucking world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's your very first girlfriend and you think that she's going to be everything. You're going to get married, all this other bullshit. And I felt like I wasted the most amount of time with her. Mm. And from that point on, I said, when you know fundamentally things aren't working, you got to learn how to cut it out. So if and I think I made a did a good job of that. I didn't really date around. I dated around a lot, but I never stayed in committed relationships a lot.
1: Did the commitment itself scare you? Even if you came against some, came up with someone that like you, you enjoyed.
0: Oh no! It was somebody I did not enjoy, and I would leave them.
1: Right. So yes. then I don't know if that's actually a commitment issue. Cause, yeah. Because usually the way I think of people with commitment issues is even if it's someone that could be good for them, the the commitment itself to stay together and work through shit is terrifying. Yeah.
0: Because I, I was, I, I think I'm very not uh, typical in the sense of. Even though a lot of my guy friends were like this, mm-hmm. I was never scared of fucking one vagina. Like I wasn't scared of this <laughs> thing with one one vagina for the rest of my life. You know,
1: never heard one vagina <laughs> yeah. before. Now it's my favorite. Yeah,
0: word. it's like a Russell's Peter Russell Peters thing. He goes like the one vagina. Like I'm not scared of one vagina. Like I, okay, yeah, yeah. So I was never scared of like oh if I settle with this person, yo, I'll never get to have another first date or fuck somebody else mm-hmm. again. I never really had that. Mm. So it was more like. If I find somebody That I really fuck with For the rest of my life mm-hmm. I like that Because I, I like Monogamous relationships Because there's that Singular support That you get for somebody That knows you inside out Yeah I love that feeling Yeah me too So for example When we first did I, I, I didn't realize I had anxiety But mm-hmm. I do have anxiety mm-hmm. um, It's because for me personally I don't like labeling things Because it mm-hmm. feels very defeating Because it feels like If I label it this Then I'm stuck with this ailment So I just deal with it As, as if it's an individual problem And it'll mm-hmm. go away it'll come back that's right, how right, I right. mentally deal with my shit. Yeah. But I have anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when things are in disarray and not in order, it freaks me the fuck out. Mm. I like being in control of things. That's why I don't like smoking weed. Yeah. Like, I hate Same. smoking weed because yeah. I'm not in control of my shit. Right. When I'm drunk, it feels like I'm in control even though I'm not. Mm. That's why being drunk, I love it. <laughs> but if I... need <laughs> to. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the difference. But when we were first moving in here, things were so fucking cluttered and fucked up. I got really – I started freaking the fuck out, and I was getting pissed, and I was just dropping F-bombs all over the place, and then she was just like, you know what? Let's just step outside. We're going to go walk around. You're going to calm down, and when we come back in, I'm going to close this door. We're going to leave it closed. We're going to go into the room, wash up, and just go to sleep. And so, But I didn't want to, and then Mm. she goes, no, no, no. Just relax. She grabbed my hand, walked me outside as I'm walking out cursing throughout all of Glendale. You know, just fucking fucking shit, (laughs) bitch-ass motherfucking (laughs) shelf don't fit in this corner. What's that tape measure for? That tape measure said it was going to fit. But guess that tape measure's off. Fucking Chinese people and their fucking janky-ass shit. I knew this shit was made in China. Probably Vietnam, maybe even Korea. (laughs) Fuck all the shit. You know, I'm just rambling on and then I come back, I calm down. And the next morning I'm like, oh shit, if she wasn't here, I probably would have been up all night trying to make this thing work.
1: Right, for something exactly
0: because she knows me very well and that's that type of support that i like about her there's this great feeling that you get when you meet somebody new when you date it's super exciting it's fucking fresh but to me that's like buying shoes or buying clothes it's great when you first have it Mm -hmm. but after a while it just that novelty goes away right which
1: i find the most exciting part for me like you know as an adult now um when I started dating, it was, it was exciting. The, that's what's exciting to me is when that shit wears off Yeah, and it's like, okay, are we actually, cause what I, I am looking for, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I want one partner and I'm looking for like that relationship. And I always, you know, it's like, you want that for me, my experience has been like, you know, like it's all exciting and whatever in the beginning, but like, when that shit wears off and it's like okay, day to day life, <clears throat> like how do we work with each other throughout these, you know, when things aren't so fun and fresh or whatever. Yeah, like that's that's the stuff that I find exciting. Just, but I'm a relationship person, so
0: yeah, I, I I'm definitely a relationship person yeah. too. It's yeah. it's nice, man. And um, when I was, <laughs> it's weird because I was really scared to move in with her. Because yeah, I, that's
1: your first time. Living with anyone, yeah, a and it
0: took a, took four years. I I avoided that shit like the plague.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were your fears around that?
0: Uh, I think it's just I liked living with my friends, mm-hmm. and we already had this great synergy going on. Right. You know, Khalifa and all of them, and it yeah, was yeah. it was fun. But did I, you
1: feel like it would, with your girlfriend, interrupt? Uh, what was going on with your relationship? Like you, like adding that new. It was like a. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. When I look back on it, I think the fears were really stupid. I think I just, it's like, damn, I gotta wake up and look at this fucking face every day. (laughs) You know? (laughs) It's something very- I hope you say that at your wedding. I know. That is gonna be at the wedding. It's like, yeah. Before we moved in, I was like, I gotta wake up and look at this fucking face every day. But I I was just, you know, were we compatible living together? Are we gonna fight more? And it turned out that since we moved in together, we fight way less. Yeah. Because we're not communicating through a fucking phone. Right. I could, we could talk it out and I could see her intention through her face. Yeah. So now it's like, or even for her, it's, oh, he doesn't really mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. Look at his face. He's just joking. Yeah. She still gets hurt more than I do though. Like I'm not allowed to joke too much. She says, you're not funny at all. And I'm like, well, that's how do I, how do I make my living, bitch? <laughs> if I'm not funny at all. <laughs> she says she hates it when I, cause I tease her a lot. Yeah. You know, that's just how I am. I like, I like teasing and jo- I think it keeps things fresh. Yeah. But she fucking hates it. She I'm hates- sure
1: at a certain point it gets fucking old. You yeah. know what I mean. She,
0: but she's dumb though because she says I do stuff that's not even anything. For example, she was uh, in her bathroom. I come in and I go cleaning. She goes, "Whoa, what the fuck!" It's like, don't scare me like that. That's me. I said cleaning question <laughs> mark. She goes, it sounded like you were a Chinese ghost. I was like, a little a little, little, racial there, uh, even for an Asian person. She thought I came in and said, hello. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, what do you mean? I just said, cleaning? And she goes, you scared the hell out of me. And she's sitting on the bathtub just, oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm fucking that ugly, huh? Like, that's, that's kind of crazy. But she says, like, I, I fuck around too much. I'm like, that's not even me fucking around. I just came in. I said, <laughs> cleaning? Question mark? she's a funny girl though i think if i did if i wasn't with her i don't know who i would be with yeah. because i'm a very eclectic person i'm very yeah. weird and she allows me to be weird and that's she's very great. weird too
1: yeah and it works well together it seems
0: yeah i need somebody to let me be me yeah I, I can't i can never change that like my parents couldn't beat that shit out of me and yeah the person i'm with is not going to do that either
1: that's the most important for anyone it ha- that's the bottom line like Whoever you're with has to be, they can be themselves. You can be you. Yeah, and they have to like, love it. They have to love it. They don't want to change anything about you. You know, you can grow together, but it's like you have to accept that person f- for every part of themselves. Let me ask you something. Yeah.
0: Where do you clip your nails?
1: The fuck?
0: Like, where do you... What? <laughs> where, do you cl- where do you clip your fingernails? I <laughs>
1: literally thought it was be some fucking in-depth like, <laughs> question. It
0: is. Where do you clip your fingernails?
1: In Like where in my house? In your house. <laughs> i don't want to tell you
0: what the bed? fuck so it is a deep question then where the fuck do you clip your fingernails
1: in my bed see is I, that weird i did too oh okay i thought you were gonna so, give me shit for it no
0: but i'm not allowed to anymore <laughs> legit that was probably i was thinking like is this a pillar for me you know but she, I, i'm not allowed to anymore because i like doing it in the comfort of my bed and I'll catch it into a napkin <laughs> or something yeah she-
1: I always get a paper towel and I lay it right and then I and then I do it and then you can like and then I just place the ones that go off And that's what I used doll.
0: to do and she's like that is fucking disgusting oh, she no. goes you need to go do it in the bathroom I, I gotta stand up and do this <laughs> I've never done that I've never stood up and and fucking i was like well how do you cut your toenails then she goes you put it up i was like are you fucking kidding what is that a furball yeah she
1: does it in her
0: uh, yeah she does everything in the bathroom if it has to do with like grooming of any sort like
1: that i mean that makes sense to me now i'm wondering about that
0: yeah she won't let she will not let me cut my nails anywhere i have to cut my nails in secret now like (laughs) i have to do it in secret she goes, oh, your nails are cut. Where did you do it? I was like, in the, in the bathroom. And I lied to you and you wouldn't know the fucking difference. How about that?
1: Oh, my God. Those
0: are the things that I have to adjust. Is like, that,
1: that's the, like, that's something that came up when you guys moved in together. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The
0: fucking toilet seat up thing shit, too.
1: That's, you, she didn't like it being up, right?
0: No, she fucking hated it. And we still fight it's about it till this day.
1: Disgusting. And I fucking hate that shit so much, especially like if you bring someone over to your place and then they leave it up. Like that's, that pisses me off so much. Um,
0: Why is it any more disgusting if the toilet seat's down?
1: Here's my theory on it. And our friendship depends on this. Go ahead. (laughs) Here's my theory on it. If you have to, you as a man have to lift the seat. To, in order to do what you need to do, right? So then fucking finish the act and put it back down. Okay? Why do I, as a woman, when I go into the restroom, have to finish what you started? Well, why Just do. Just finish what you fucking started. How about
0: this? Why do I, as a man, just to take a fucking piss, have to constantly lift it up and put it back. I don't down. know who
1: made up this rule. Like, then don't lift it up. Just then, that's, then
0: you're gonna have pee stains all over and fucking
1: then, wipe it off. You dirty <laughs> fuck. See? Look how you? much work it is for us. <laughs> like, like wipe it. But that's a part of who you fucking are. Okay, you're a man, and this is a part of being a man. We like there are things that we have to deal with that we don't. You tell like.
0: that to Caitlyn Jenner. How about that? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Okay. <laughs>
1: No, the guy I'm dating now, he puts the seat down and it's oh, I love it so much.
0: She made this rule now, she goes, "Fine, if that's the case and that's your argument." She goes, "We have to put everything down, the top and the thing." So now when we use the bathroom, we both have to you put You both.
1: Ev- oh, because you wanted to be equal.
0: Yeah, well, that. now she made that rule and I fucking hate that rule now. <laughs> I hate that I hate that rule even more than the other one. <laughs> even though it's a really good compromise, I hate it. <laughs>
1: Wait, what is it? Why would that be a thing to put the... You know
0: why? The reason why I say it makes more sense for me to keep it up is because I pee a lot more.
1: <laughs> but if you have... here, It's a part of you having to pee is having to put it up. So finish the a- finish the task. Put it down. That's a part of your task to pee.
0: But see, now we're doing the chicken and the egg thing. Who was the first one to use it? Boom. In your fucking face, Summer. Chicken or the fucking egg. All right. So maybe I am finishing my task because it was up in the first place. Chicken or the egg. No,
1: but it shouldn't be up in the first place. Said a woman. The the, the, the the automatic setting for a toilet should be that the seat is down.
0: The automatic setting for a toilet is that both lids are down. That's how it starts.
1: I wouldn't be. uh, I would not be against that. Oh,
0: God. You guys make me sick. (laughs) I just hate that adjustment so fucking. I wouldn't be
1: against that. It's one or the it's, but to have it up is fucking gross. It's It's gross gross is the word. It's disgusting. When my my all right
0: toenail clipping in your bed, girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking just did that too.
0: (laughs) There's just like shards as your dude lays in there. He goes, what the fuck is slicing (laughs) my thigh? It's like, oh, that's my big toenail, the boomerang right Uh, here.
1: We haven't had the conversation yet. We'll find out. Well, he's
0: going to find out (laughs) when he watches. He goes, hey, I saw you. the." He's going to
1: find out that I clipped my nails. So the the other day
0: I woke up with scratches on my back. Uh, Is that from your toenails? (laughs) Oh, my God, Summer. I guess that makes sense. That was one of the bigger adjustments, too. And I also found out that even though I'm a clean person, how clean I am does not match how clean she is she's way cleaner than i am oh really because she thinks i'm a fucking garbage can and i'm like dude this is pretty clean yeah but, but you
1: like do you, I, I was uh, having this discussion with um my boyfriend like he doesn't like to clean surfaces like he's super tidy and everything's always like clean and put away but he doesn't like to clean like the surfaces of the things it's in better
0: it. i would rather have somebody clean a surface than that's, be tidy because it's disgusting the other way around you have to clean shit
1: yeah well it's, no he hires someone to do it oh that's fine but that's <laughs> even better but for me like i'm i'm tidy and then i also need everything it's it's almost like a problem like i need everything to have no dust on it and so i'm always well good luck
0: in la <laughs> because that is a fucking hard task <laughs> yeah. Everything has dust here, dude. It's disgusting. I
1: know. I know. I'm always cleaning my place. Always.
0: Well, that's good. I'd rather have somebody clean because I can't stand filth. Like filth yeah, me bothers neither.
1: me. Yeah, me neither. It's disgusting. It's like a deal breaker when you're I, I made
0: someone. it a point when I was really, really fat that I would never be the fat smelly guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be the fat guy that smelled surprisingly good.
1: Was this like a thought you had while you were oh, laying in sure. bed? for sure. You are like, okay, if I'm fat, at least... What are the other things? It was
0: never if. I was born fat and I stayed that way. <laughs> and I know my, my other fat friends, they always smelled like shit. And I'm like, I cannot be one of you fat people. Oh. I can only be this fat person. Where a girl hugs me and she goes, you smell great. I'm like, damn straight I do. I would, I would keep like extra shirts in my car because I get extra sweaty and I would switch no. that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> I sweat so fucking much.
1: I sweat a lot too. But, you know. Really? Yeah, I do. I sweat a lot. Like it's it's a problem. Like it's, if I get even a little bit nervous, it's <laughs> like I can.
0: Dude, don't like ever really... back me up in court. <laughs> I fucking swear to if God. If I get
1: nervous, I tell the the the, the two flaws. I tell the tr- well flaws. I tell the truth immediately when I'm nervous, and I sweat immediately when I'm nervous. Yeah, don't
0: you ever. I'm so glad you didn't grow up in the hood. Everybody would got snitched Dude, on by you instantly. I grew up. What's like... wrong with you, bitch? <laughs>
1: I was, that's why I just didn't talk to anyone. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> just a cop comes around <laughs> yeah. the neighborhood? So the uh, what happened last worst. night? Let me tell you something here real quick. Comments.
1: I called the cops all the time when I was little. <laughs> I was so worried.
0: Fucking rap that, dude. <laughs> How that's, could you? I
1: can't. That's why I can't live in the I wouldn't area. tell cop
0: shit even though it would benefit me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I fucking can't stand them, but at the same time, I'm like the first one to dial.
0: Oh my god, dude! <laughs> We're no know. longer friends yet. <laughs> Tono clipping, toilet seat down, snitch. What's wrong with you, dude? See, this is why I bring people on this podcast just so you I can find, find out who they really out are. Who they really are. No, you fucking but... snitch.
1: I feel like have I ever snitched on anyone? No, I mean no.
0: <laughs> no, no. You're calling the cops on people. You have snitched on somebody. That's definitively snitching. No,
1: but it's like. Shady shit's going down. And I'm like, get it out of my street, even though it's where I live. You know and how bad I am? Stop.
0: I'm going to say this on the podcast, mm. and uh, people will probably judge me for this. Uh, in Glendale, uh, the first few nights, uh, I was laying down in bed, and I heard a woman screaming at the top of her lungs. She was like, get away from me. Get away from me. I woke up. I said, shit, be fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my God. And
0: then the next day, I heard the same thing. Get the fuck away from me. I told you to leave me alone. I woke up and I said, this bitch better shut the fuck up. I'm trying to sleep. And I went back to sleep. Now, day three, day three, she was screaming, if you come near me, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to call the cop.
1: (laughs) Because she's threatening the people. Yeah, I was like, things are getting serious. No. So,
0: well, she survived the first two days. So I looked outside and I was like, this person is in serious trouble. Looked outside. It was a lady with a shopping cart screaming at nobody. She was literally in a shopping cart saying, don't you, you, you fucking leave me alone. I'll fucking kill you. Stay away from me. And it was a lady with a shopping cart with nothing inside it, screaming at nobody, walking away. And you could just hear her scream just get weaker and weaker. God. See, my instincts were right. I said that, like, that woman fun. doesn't need any help.
1: I'm the first. Like, if I that if you hear something like that, I'm I'm calling the cops immediately.
0: You're a good person. Thank you. I ignore that woman. <laughs> you know why? Because I believe that women can take care of themselves. And I said, you know what?
1: They can take care of themselves, but sometimes people are in bad relationships. And then if you hear that, you're like, I gotta.
0: Hey, I'm I lucked gonna... out. That was a crazy person. <laughs> people, you know, I. I I've, People always think That they'll do the right thing When when shit goes down But you, yeah. it's because You've never been In very dire situations mm-hmm. I was at a Jamba Juice And I saw somebody Get pilfered Alright Mugged feveried.
1: In Jamba Juice In front of
0: Jamba Juice Oh
1: in front of Jamba
0: Juice And in my mind When, when I see these scenarios in, in my head This is what I would do Somebody starts doing that shit I go Stop sir I fucking karate chop him <laughs> him In the neck I do a full <laughs> somersault Over him Uppercut him Take him down And I say a really cool line Like something I've been waiting to say
1: With your fucking Winnie the Pooh With my
0: Winnie the Pooh Pooh, I put his arm behind his back To the point where his hand's touching the back of his neck And I crank on it And I was like No Jamba Juice for you today Or something I don't know I haven't really thought about it yet But something like that But then what happened was This guy goes Hey Takes a shit And I go Oh that happened (laughs) <laughs> and then and then i registered like a few seconds later i'm like oh shit he got robbed cuz it doesn't it doesn't it
1: doesn't uh... register in the moment those things don't register
0: there was like a phrase where some where when when Crazy things happen to you outside of your norm. Mm. Your brain tries to rationalize it mm-hmm. first and then something happens. And that's mm. what that's what happened to me because I was trying to figure out like, oh, are they friends? Do they know each other? Right. Which didn't make any sense because the guy was like this crazy homeless dude and jacked his shit and ran. Yeah. But in my head, for some reason, I was like, oh, that must be like his cousin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like that fight or flight thing and you freeze on and flight a and
0: on flight for sure <laughs> yeah. if we're walking outside somebody's mugging you you best believe this is i'll tell you what's gonna happen you're gonna be like my friend david knows muay thai and then you turn to the left and you just see this cartoon cloud and it's just me off at the distance
1: and your winnie the pooh thing is and my on winnie the pooh is on the floor
0: and winnie is just i move so fast Winnie is just suspended in air and then it drops
1: That would be a great fucking cartoon. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, I remember dating some (laughs) girls too back in the day where I I think after my very first girlfriend, she was such a a sweet, little hippy dippy girl mm. I wanted to go for the exact opposite yeah, so yeah. I was like you know, I'll, I'll date some of these ch- ratchet hood women <laughs> and they were just a little too aggressive for me because mm. you know we would go out clubbing and shit and you know when, when you go out club in Sacramento there was this place called Par Polari mm. and that place was fucking ghetto dude mm. but there would be always some kind of random altercation and a guy would walk up and you know maybe get a little handsy on them yeah. and for me I'm just like "Is what it is yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and she's like what the fuck aren't you gonna say something I'm like babe look at him it's a monster are you fucking crazy Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? But they, they're so used to guys being like, hey man, get, get the fuck off my woman, fool. Right. And my mom, I'm like, we just dating, bitch. What the <laughs> hell? He's not going to hit you. You'll beat the fuck out of me, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't like that 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 fucking. Yeah, fucking, That's dude.
1: like the machismo thing where it's like.
0: I'm okay off that shit. Unless that guy's like half my size. And I'm pucking that fool so fast. <laughs> Fuck that shit, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't like that part of going out when I was going out when I was younger. That like fucking weird ego thing. If someone's dancing with you and then someone sees it, or whoever you're dating sees it, and then they get fucking weird. Like that's I hated that. I hated that part.
0: Yeah, when you're young though, you you just you're just full (laughs) of testosterone and you want to you know just want to piss on everybody that's yours. You know, like this is my woman and you piss on her ankle. Fuck. (laughs) That's I think that's what guys did. That's what it is though. They get really possessive when you're young.
1: Yeah. I was I was
0: like that too. I, I was so yeah. jealous. And for the right reason I got cheated on. But you know, maybe mm. I pushed it that way. Who knows? Right? But your I remember your first
1: relationship? Yeah. Uh,
0: my like my first relationship was so weird because I just I wanted to keep her to myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, because she was like my prize girl or right. whatever, whatnot, which I don't fucking even know why. I look back and I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong with you, dude? Yeah. It's not even your type. But I just it felt so weird having Anybody approach her And it, it It was almost like A personal attack on me Yeah 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 Which is dumb Which is personal issues That I had is the ego Yes my self esteem mm-hmm. is low Yeah Right so Because that girl Was everything to me mm-hmm. When somebody would step in And enter that world It was like You were taking my everything Yeah So that's where That was a flaw On my part As a 17 year old kid Yeah Was just You didn't understand That that person's an individual And you should be confident enough And in your relationship To understand that That just is what it is mm-hmm. And if that person leaves Whatever It's okay then You'll they, be then, okay <laughs> And you don't think about that When you're a kid I know Like I, I dated this girl In the first month I'm like I'm gonna marry this girl dude <laughs> With my fucking $12 In my bank account <laughs> And my bag of Skittles <laughs> Like you fucking moron It's so terrible
1: Yeah
0: Yeah Oh shit We already an hour in Well that's 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 the podcast right hey. there guys All Well right. guys We learned a lot today We learned about past relationships Mm-hmm. I think this is this is why I like though. There's a lot of like gems that life lessons that people have that people don't fucking realize. Yeah, yeah. you got gems, girl. Fucking Thank you. Little fucked up marriage and all yeah. that stuff, that <laughs> you survived. No. <laughs> no, love this, dude. No. Yeah, hey, I don't know him, but fuck him, no. all right? <laughs> Stop. I don't know no, him. No,
1: it's all good.
0: It's no, all not all not to me. It's you know why? Because see, that dude. means you didn't grow up in the hood. Because I always got to back up the homie no. no matter what. Fuck him, dude. Stop. What's his name? Peter, his name was Peter <laughs> Fucking Peter
1: No, that should know. It's I bet all you, good, you were bro. a habitual masturbator, yeah, weren't you? You
0: just so... masturbated excessively all over the house She would have to wash her clothes And that shit was stiff For caught. no fucking reason <laughs> Habitual masturbator Peter, dude
1: It's fucking all good Yeah, man. whatever
0: <laughs> Whatever, dude I bet you would fucking steal her flat iron To fucking flatten out your pubes, pubes boy <gasps> Fucking Peter I told, See, I'm good. I'm good at breakups. Like when somebody breaks up, you're I got
1: good. their. That sounds like you're fucking terrible at breakups. No, I'm, I
0: back you up all the time.
1: <laughs> but I don't have. I don't have fucking bad. I, I'm not. I don't have bad breakups. Or I really try not to. I like to fucking move on. Be positive. Like you're good. I'm good. No one like fucking.
0: Damn, you're you're I, tight. Not me. I, I wish I, the worst I, upon them.
1: No, I no never. Oh I, God, summer. No, that's, no. That's how I cope
0: with things. Because if we break up, I'm like, I pray that you meet somebody that breaks your heart.
1: Oh my God, no! <laughs> I I genuinely like genuinely. I'm like, I hope that you meet someone that's like amazing summer. for you, accepts you for who you are, and like, you know.
0: And then breaks up with you after they find something better. <laughs> that's how I do it. That's how I do it. I have to. I have to. I have to. It makes me feel better. (laughs) Yeah, but fuck you, Peter. All right. Just waking up every day, huh? What do you do, huh, jackass? Just waking
1: up every day. (laughs) Yeah, you're waking up, opening your
0: eyes, huh? Like a fucking loser. (laughs) Just breathing in oxygen. All the earth's oxygen. You don't even (laughs) deserve it. What else do you do? I bet you rob older women, huh? (laughs) I can't. Yeah, stupid ass. What, Mm. What did he do that made you mad? Tell me right now.
1: My God. Bet
0: you didn't support her dreams, huh? No, th- that's
1: not true. Shut up, Here I'm we not, go. <laughs> These things I would not these things are not true, and I would never fucking know. No. You
0: were a pedophile. I'm just, I got your back. Well, guys, uh this uh podcast. I can't believe that's what it turned into that's right I'm, I'm backing you up a hundred percent you guys can catch us on every oh single God. audio platform on iTunes give us that five stars uh, Summer where can they find you
1: they can find me um, at Summer Rose Slim on Instagram I'm not on Twitter
0: she's not on Twitter you'll be great at Twitter though thank you you'll be fantastic thank at it thank you yeah uh, thank you guys for listening and watching and we'll see you guys next time and fuck Peter <laughs> so hard on. in the butt thank Fucking flat booty. What do you sit on, huh? You sit on nothing. You have no butt. You just sit on your tailbone every day reading a Bible that you can't even read because you can't read, dummy. Bitch. (laughs) I got you.